You're watching The Breakfast Club. Morning, everybody. It's DJ NV Angela Yee, Charlamagne the Guy. We are The Breakfast Club. We got a special guest in the building. He goes by the name of Mark Witten. Hey, what's up? What's up, man? Now, now let me tell you about Mark. Now, you know, uh, if you don't know, I'm heavy into investing. I like to, to spread my money as much as I can. And I met Mark Witten one day at a, at a real estate um I guess it was a real estate event when he was talking about flipping houses and, and how to get money and how not to use your money and get money from the government and different things like that. In different areas he was actually flipping, whether it was Baltimore, D.C., New Jersey. And I took a liking him because I was like, I like to make more money. And I like the fact that he's teaching people how to make more money. So I said, well, let's bring him on to Breakfast Club because so many people ask me, yo, Envy, how do you make money? How do you flip your money? How do you make your money work for you? And I was like, this is the perfect guy to bring up here and, and explain a little bit of, of, of what's going on on how he makes his money. So, ladies and gentlemen, Mark Witten. Hello, Mark. Hey, how you doing? How y'all doing? What's happening, my brother? I'm I saw good. your I'm video good. with the guy with the check. Oh, yeah, they yeah. got his uh, money from fli from flipping houses. Yeah, that was my uh, real estate student, Hakeem. He's actually from Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. uh, he did two deals with me. Um, he did those deals without using any of his cash or credit. And it's basically a method called wholesaling, uh, which is, uh, I would say, one-third of the strategies you can use in residential real estate to profit. Now, now how do you do that? Because he said he had he had bad credit. Yeah, so, so basically— so, so how do I get money with having bad credit and not having anything, not having any ownership? All right, cool. So I kind of want to take y'all from the beginning because I know there's a lot of listeners out there that probably might not catch it right away. So I want to make sure everybody understand. I feel like uh, that's my main job and my main mission and why I'm here this morning. Um, so I want you to look at it like this. All right. As a real estate investor, and first of all, you know, it's very important for people, especially in our community, to get involved in real estate because real estate has made the most millionaires in our country, right? Um, and most people who are wealthy do invest in real estate or have some form of hard asset. Uh, whether it be commercial, residential, you're doing Section 8 rental properties, whatever the case may be. So your main job as a real, let's say right now you you say, all right, Mark, you know, I'm going to be a real estate investor. The main job for you as a real estate investor is to find a deal, okay? You have to find somebody who is, you know, willing to sell their property well below market value so that way you can profit, right? Now, you can find these people uh, a lot of ways, uh, like absentee owners is one, finding somebody who owns a house but they don't live there. Uh, they could be, you know. How do you find that, though? Like absentee owner? Mm -hmm. um, it's a lot of ways you can do it, but they got websites on the line. One of them is called List Source. Um, List Source? List Source. Spell it L-I-S-T Source. L-I-S-T Source dot com. Okay. Yep. That's a good one. You got another one called Real Quest, and you got another one called Listability. I'm giving y'all all the goodies right now because okay. I really want people to be successful. You can go on those websites and actually buy a list of absentee owners right in your area. Now, some people may say, well, you know, why absentee owner? Because if somebody owns a house and they don't live there, three things could be happening, right? Either the house is vacant and it's not making the owner no money, right? And they're actually losing money because they got to pay property taxes, right? right? So they may want to get rid of the house. Uh, or they could have a tenant in the house, and the tenant could be tearing the house up, not paying the rent, um, just, just messing it up. And it can lead to the landlord being a tired landlord, just tired. They just want to get rid of the house, you know? Mm -hmm. So that's another good opportunity. Or the landlord could have a tenant in the house who's actually paying and taking care of the house, and that may lead them to want to buy more houses. And when you're wholesaling, and I'm going to get that into you know get more into that in a second, it's very important that you have buyers in your area because basically what you're doing is you're finding property well below market value, getting them under contract, and assigning that contract to another investor or, or those buyers. So there's a lot of ways. Uh, probate deals, those are when people so, die. So wait a minute. So to, to break it down, what you're saying is you're saying you can get a crib from an absentee owner, Go in the contract, but you never own the crib. You basically 
selling that absentee crib to another crib and getting money. You're, you're selling the contract. So it's called an assignment. So basically how it goes is this, right? Uh, once you get the house on the contract, you have what's called an equitable interest in the property. And that contract then becomes assignable, meaning you can assign your interest in that property. So, for example, Charlemagne, let's say you got a house, right? And, like, let's say your great, 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 great grandmother passed away. I always say it like that because I don't want it to be nobody close that's still mm-hmm. alive. You know what I'm saying? And they, and let's say they, um, you inherit this house. And you're from South Carolina, right? Yes, sir. So you inherit this house in South Carolina. So now you get a call. And let's say you, you call me up like, Mark, yo, look, you know, my great, 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 great grandmother just passed. I got this property, man. I want to get rid of it. You know, what should I do? So I could say, all right, well, look, man, you know, let's just say I ain't know you because I'm talking kind of like me know you because usually if I knew you, I'd tell you like, yo, you know, just go ahead and sell it or whatever the case. I wouldn't be in it for my, you know, my own profit. You feel mm-hmm. me? But let's just say I didn't know you and you called me up. Basically, what I would do is I would analyze that deal. Right. So I would find out that the after repair value or the, by taking the comps. And the way that you do that is you have to find four, four three to three. I'm sorry, three to four of the highest sold houses that sold within six blocks uh, or a half a mile of your house. And you add them up and divide it by that number. That'll give you the after repair value of the house, right? Once you get the after repair value of the house, you have to take 65% of that minus the repairs. And that's how much an investor will pay for the house. So once I know that, let's say I break them numbers down and I know that I got to get your house on the contract for $50,000 because that's how much an investor will pay. Mm-hmm. I may offer you thirty. So if you accept the thirty, we'll do a, uh, you know, what's called a, a real estate contract, a sale. Once you sign it, you know, I sign it, I then, I then have what's called an equitable interest in this property. So then I may call Envy, like, Envy, yo, I got this great deal down in South Carolina, man, you know what I'm saying? Um, you you want to take a look at it. So so Envy, like, yeah, I like that area, you know, it's up and coming, this, that, and the third, whatever. So I may offer him 50 for it, because remember, that's how much the most investor would pay, but I got it from you for 30. So he may talk me down, like, nah, Mark, I'll I give you 40, you know what I mean? I'm like, all right, boom. So then what I would do is I would take my contract of sale that I have with you. But did you pay him the $30,000 already? Not mm-mm, yet. I, I just got it under contract. Okay, so to, it's to, in contract, so when you close, that's when you pay. So here's what happens, right? Mm-hmm. So once I got it under contract for thirty, right, with Charlemagne, and Envy wants to offer me forty, what I'm going to do is I'm going to take my $30,000 contract that I had with Charlemagne, and I'm going to assign it to Envy for $10,000. So at settlement, Envy's really buying the property for thirty, but he has to bring me a $10,000 assignment fee to do so. Mm. That's called wholesaling. So you don't have to mm. spend any money. No you cat. just got to do the groundwork. No cash, no credit. It's a specialized knowledge, man. And, um, you know, it, it's... It's so important, man. Why are you giving this away, though? Because when I first got started, and I seen how it changed my life, like, I tell my story, like, you know, I went, I mean, I went to college, like, I went to Morgan, right? I graduated from Morgan, shout out to Morgan, shout out to Baltimore, too, shout out to my city. And, um, you know, when I, when I, when I first started doing it, and I seen how it changed my life from me living in my mother's basement to me, you know, coming up, living on the water in a condo, I just bought, like, a little mansion, little mini mansion up where I'm from. In Baltimore? Yeah. Okay. Well, out, uh, on the outskirts, you know what I'm All saying? Right. And I did it by myself, you know what I'm saying? It's like a million-dollar property, and I'm like, yo, like, that, of course I'm speaking in the in the future now, but back then it was like when I seen how powerful it was and how it was changing my life and mm-hmm. it was going to change my life, I felt like I had to teach everybody, man. That's just the type of person. And there's enough real estate for everyone. It's not like you're going to buy all the properties That's and what do I'm that saying. anyway, so why not? Yeah. Spread that now. Yeah, and, and and the best thing about it is, you know, and I speak from experience, is that, wholesaling or what I'm telling you, like how you can make this money, like right. the checks you're saying, mm-hmm. it builds you up so that way you can become a landlord. You know what I mean? And that's what a true wealth is in real estate because, you know, let's just say you own 10 houses, right? Mm-hmm. Let's just say you own 10 houses and you make and say $800, let's say for good math, $1,000 cash flow. What I say? Eight houses or 10? 10 houses. 10. So what's that? 10 grand? Mm-hmm. That's $10,000 a month right. cash flow. 
Now, if you want to say go buy a mansion and you say a ten thousand square foot mansion, say for a million, and your mortgage is say forty five hundred dollars a month, then your rentals is paying that. You know, what right I mean? if you want to go get a, a a ghost or a wraith and or a Ferrari or whatever you want, you know what I'm saying. And let's say your car payment is another three grand, boom, that's coming off your cash flow, and you sitting back chilling, and people right. wondering like, yo, how you in the house all day? And you got this big ass, oh, excuse I can cuss, right? You can, sir. Yeah, you got this big ass house and this Ferrari in your garage. And what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? It's because you own real estate. And, and it's so important for our people because I'm telling you, all you need is a specialized knowledge, man, and the, and the, and the mindset, the work ethic. Y'all know how it is. Ain't nobody sitting here today because for nothing. Everybody got here because of their mindset. Right. And the thoughts we put together and manifested. You know what I'm saying? And anybody can do it. And I just feel like God put me on a mission to, to teach everybody, and that's what I want to do. What about uh, owning land and, and selling it to, like, uh, corporations? Like, you know, if, if Subway wants to build something on the property, or Walmart getting those 10-year, 15-year leases. Mm-hmm. I don't really do that, you know what I'm saying? So I, I can't. Yeah, it's more commercial. Yeah, like I don't. I've done like two commercial deals in my life. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think it's a bad idea. I mean, wholesaling applies to any type of real estate that mm-hmm. you you could do. But yeah, as far as that go, like I don't. I don't really do it. I don't have no experience in it, so I can't really you know speak on it. But um, now you I mentioned know you mentioned Section Eight. Now, now, yeah. how do you decide if you want to do a Section Eight crib or if you just want to do a regular renter's crib? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you decide? Which is best for you? Because usually um, Section Eight is cheaper, isn't it? Yeah, I like Section Eight because Section Eight is a is a you know is a government program and it pays you every month. So, like for example, my Section Eight rentals. Um, this is how I do my Section Eight. So when I buy the house, right, I renovate it like completely because you got to compete with. First of all, it's a little competitive, so you got to compete with other investors, right? Right. So I'm putting stainless steel in there, granite countertops. I mean, washer and dryer, everything, because they want it. Mm-hmm. They'll come in your house and they be like, oh, you don't got no central air? No, nah, I don't want this. You know what I'm saying? So you got to do central heat in there, everything. Plus, not only that, you want it to appraise for the highest value. So when you go to, you know, refi- refinance, you know what I'm saying, then you'll get, you know, you can get more cash out of it. Now, refinancing, if you don't know what you're talking about, that means you have a home and you're able to take money out that home. So if your home is worth a lot of money, depending on what it's owed, what, what you owe, you could take a lot of that money out of the home and use that money to invest in other properties. Absolutely. Yep. That's how it works. So, um, yeah, with the Section 8, they pay you on time every month. You so, know what so I mean? The, so you get a right, check from the government. Yeah, right in your bank account. It's so whether right or not deposit. these people are paying... For their yeah. rent, the government is still paying. You. Yeah, and and it's a trip too, cause like some of my tenants, like one of my tenants, she pays three dollars a month, so I don't even ask her for it. You know what I'm saying? So, like, she, so the government pays you, let's say a, a thousand, and she has to pay you three dollars. Three dollars a month. Yeah. Right. And then another one of my tenants, she paid me like two hundred. Then I got some that don't pay me nothing. You know what I mean? And I just feel like you know when you renovate your properties well like that, number one, it holds longer. Like they they you know they don't tear it up. You don't have as many maintenance issues. You know right. what I mean? So that's one headache gone. And then you know the biggest thing, of course, is getting your money because you know all the stuff you go through to get it up and running, and then you got to chase somebody down for your money. That ain't a good look. So that's why I like Section Eight. But to answer your question, um, how I you know decide which way to go. It's like this. So where I'm from in Baltimore, we got a lot of uh, like row houses, right? If y'all know what that is, mm-hmm. like little row houses and all that, right? Mm-hmm. So there, first of all, you got to think like most people on Section Eight are single mothers with kids, right? So I try to get like um like these single family like row homes, you know what I mean? Uh, because I know that they probably wouldn't want to go live in like a two or three unit, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But if I'm getting something like in a higher end area, like where people got, you know, more income, like say if it's something down on the water, something like that, then you may want to look at it like, all right, you, instead of doing Section 8 in this one, you know, you can rent each unit to somebody that's probably working, got a good job. You don't got to really worry about getting your money. 
stuff like that. So that's kind of how I look at it. But I only do Section Eight. That's that's just my thing. That's mm-hmm. what I focus on. How much money do you need to like start start off with this type of stuff? What uh, Section Eight? Yeah, well, just to get in this um, wholesale business period. Well, like no, buy some property or whatever. Well, if you're talking about just wholesaling, like the example mm-hmm. I gave you at first, you don't need no money. It's just a specialized knowledge. Really, it's like the groundwork. Yeah, that's why that's why it's so important for for our people. I'm telling you, like, because all you need is the mindset and the knowledge. That's it. If you got the mindset, meaning you're gonna go hard and you're gonna get it, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, and you know what you're doing, it, anybody can do it. You know what I'm saying? There's enough property for everybody. But you just need somebody to have faith in you to sell a property, though, basically. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, you know, you gotta be, you gotta come off a little professional. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You don't want to just come around somebody. You know, with yo, my G, let down. me get that. Yo, yeah. my G, I can <laughs> yeah, sell your land, you, yeah. my G. Right, your pants hanging off your ass and all that. Nah, you can't. You can't mm-hmm. do that. But, I can um, flip that. I can flip that into ten. You saw it land the other night when the dude was yeah. like, yo, I can turn that forty <laughs> into eighty. Yeah, but you know that's a good question you asked me, and the reason why um, I, I say it's a good question is because actually the last house that I bought and I turned it into a Section Eight rental, I didn't use any of my cash or credit on that, and I'm gonna tell y'all how I did it. So basically, all right, let's say, um, let's say Envy got like, he's just, just super, super millionaire. I don't know what he's working with, but let's just say I got this he house. He got it. <laughs> so let's say I got this house, right? And I'm like, yo, hey, Envy, like I found this house in Baltimore. I can buy it for 30000 right? It's going to cost me another, say, 30000 to fix it up. So I'm going to be mm-hmm. in it all at $60,000, right? I'm like, yo, if you lend me $60,000, right, I'll give you back 12% interest. So I'll structure an interest-only loan with Envy, right? So he would get 12% interest a month back on his money, right? So that's what, 60, that's like $600 a month. Mm-hmm. So you, uh, as y'all all know, people with money, they make money off their money. They make their money work for them. So if Envy can park $60,000 with me for, say, like, I don't know, six, six to nine months and make $600 off of it and then get his whole principal back, that's what he gave me in the first place, then he just basically made money off his money. And what I did was I bought, the, I used his money to buy the house, fix it up, put a tenant in there, and then refinance it. Remember that when we talked about refinancing. Mm-hmm. And then let's say I pull out, I don't know, 100 because it's equities there. I'm not going to buy it if there's no equity there. He wouldn't even lend if there's no equity there. Mm-hmm. So I may refinance it at 100 out the hundred, I'll give Envy back his sixty. Now he made his his six his interest right, got his money back. Now I got the house that's cash flowing, and I put forty in my pocket to go buy another house. So it's all about. I mean, that's the the beauty of real estate. It's all about how, just the knowledge and being able to structure deals and relationships is, is very important. So I'm just saying that to say I don't want anybody out there that's listening or watching. Uh, to think that you can't get involved in this business because you can, because all it is is a specialized knowledge and a mindset. What and about that's real. Some, what about, about some people place perish like from a lack of knowledge? A- absolutely, man. Absolutely. What about some place like New York? Because I know New York is a different, certain, very expensive. Yeah, yeah. real yeah. estate markets are very you know, different than others. You know what I hear a lot about New York, and I don't do a lot. I don't do a lot of stuff. I got students in New York that I work with, but me personally, I don't do a lot. You know here. Um, but I hear that a lot. I hear uh, a lot of people are coming in. Uh, a lot of the Jewish community is buying up a lot of stuff in Brooklyn. Is what they're telling me. And they say, Mark, what are you know, they buying it up? They buying it up. And I'm like, well, let me ask you this question: How do you think that they're getting to these properties? Right? You got to beat them to the property, get it under contract, and flip it to them. You know what I mean? Like the wholesaling we talked about. Um, but I know, uh, like Queens is like an area, and even some parts of Brooklyn where they got a lot of single family houses and mm-hmm. stuff like that. So um, the opportunity is definitely there, and that's why I'm coming up here this Sunday. Uh, me and Envy are partnering up. We're doing a, a class at St. John's University. 
So uh, make sure if you're in the area, you come check us out because it's going to be dope. Um, I'm, I'm not going to hold nothing back. I'm giving out contracts. I'm going through the contracts. I'm making sure everybody know how to get this money when they leave. And now, I'm not just going there to, to speak. I'm going there to learn as well because it's, it's so much knowledge. Like, just talking to me all the time, and he tells me so many different things. We, uh, we were able to get a, a couple of cribs in, in, in Jersey City, and they were pre-structured. So the, the guy was actually building. He's building. So I bought a condo. And I just had to put down 5% for, for the building of the condo. Now, once the condo was built, the crib went up $100,000. Mm. I never moved in. Oh. And I sold it before I even touched it. You right. know what I mean? And, yeah. and all I had to do was put down 5%. I'm telling you, man. It's, it's, a, it's an amazing business to be in. And, you know, if, if I don't get anything else out of sitting here today with y'all, I just hope that everybody watching and everybody listening understands that you can do this and you can change your life because I did. Mm-hmm. And I ain't sitting up here making up nothing. I was living in my mother's basement, not not knowing what to do. When I found this business and I went hard with it, and it got me where I'm at today. And I and I know everybody can do it. And like I said, I'm just I keep reiterating it because I feel like you know anytime I do like a seminar or I come to speak or interview or anything, I always pray like I did it out there. And I just ask God to use me, just decrease me and increase you. And I and and, and I feel like that's that's what's happening now it's like it's god like just just taking over me and just talking to everybody out there sending you a message that you don't have to be struggling you there's so many houses out here in this country all throughout the country that you can get your hands on and all you need is a specialized knowledge like i told you to find these people who are willing to sell you their house well below market value so you can put it under contract and wholesale it to somebody else if you don't have no money so you can make money or you can exercise your other two options, which is um, you can buy it and fix it up and rent it like we talked about earlier mm-hmm. for like a rental. Uh, or you can buy it, fix it up and sell it like you see on the HGTV shows and, and profit that way as well. And if you're thinking, hey, man, you know, I need money. I don't have no money. That's not true. You don't you do not need no money to get involved in this business. I mean, you may need a little bit of money for mm-hmm. like marketing and stuff like that, you know, to get yourself out there. You know what I mean? But. It's really like next to nothing. I mean, you can go buy, get some postcards made up and handwrite them yourself, uh, stick a stamp on them and mail them out to your list. Whether Again, whether it's absentee owners, probate, um, pre-foreclosure is a good list. Um, one strategy you can you, you can use is you can go down to your local courthouse and go to the Register of Wills office and find the, the list of uh, probate. Probate is like a court process in which people die and somebody inherits the house. A lot of times those people just want to get rid of it. So right. that's a good strategy to use as well. Um, when I bought my house in Brooklyn, uh, it was completely gutted out. But the person who bought it, the developer, had the I guess there were squatters living in there, and the person who owned the house had just abandoned the house, mm-hmm. and so he had to track them down. The only problem was that he had to pay all of the bills. Mm. The developer that bought the house mm-hmm. from the absentee owner, he had to pay like the water bill was thousands of dollars, oh. and then the taxes for the past few years because the owner hadn't been paying taxes or anything. And mm-hmm. I guess you inherit all of that yeah. when you uh, purchase the property. So, yeah. is there you can find? Can, is there a way to find those things out before you buy something? Oh yeah, yeah. All, that, all that's online. And the only yeah. reason I know that is because I, I just I just been through it. I, I tried to buy this house, and um, the guy owed so much money in taxes and mm-hmm. not only taxes he had uh, the people that actually built the house he didn't pay them so he had liens on the crib and for me to buy the house yeah. I would have had to pay the liens which made the house not worth it not worth it for me right yeah, yeah so you have to do that research yeah, too do the research. I would assume yeah what about owning the actual land I think land I was just talking to the guy out there he was talking about some farms and stuff like that wax, <laughs> wax. yeah <laughs> Yeah, I think owning land is is a good idea too. I mean, if you if you get land, I, I come across a lot of land sometimes that people want to sell me. Um, you can wholesale land as well to like mm-hmm. developers and things like that. So 
Yeah, I think land is good. Um, That's I, what I meant when I was talking about the the franchises. Like, because mm-hmm. you know, you buy you, when you own the land, these people want to come in. They want, might want to put a franchise on the land. Yeah, yeah you just sign a fifteen year lease, thirty year lease. Right, right. Or you yeah. catch a Walmart or a Target. My goodness gracious, you'll be That's a lot of land that life. you own. Or a gas station, or <laughs> a bank. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm telling you, man. Like, we got to get involved. Like, mm-hmm. I'm telling you, we 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 got to get involved. And it's, it's like I said earlier, like. Don't be scared. Don't think that you can't do it. And you see all these cities that are on the rise right now, and you see people coming in, foreigners from other countries, and buying houses in places that we should be buying houses. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And then a lot of times, too, it's like, you know, we let, uh, you know, and I, I'm trying to think of the best way to put it. We let people outside our community come mm-hmm. in and buy stuff from us that, you know, our parents and grandparents work so hard to acquire. And then, you know, because the the um the majority I would say of us don't really have the knowledge to get out here and do it. We losing our assets. We losing our generational wealth. Um and and, and it shouldn't be like that. Right. You know? Yeah, because the first thing people are gonna say is I don't have the money to buy land. That's why it's good that you saying no, I have the information. Yes, it's the information, absolutely. Yeah. People always think about how Harlem you could have bought a brownstone they said for a dollar back in the day. And right. a lot of people yeah. didn't take advantage of certain situations. Like in Detroit, I know they had the auctions and the land bank where you, they started at $500 and people could have bought houses. But yeah. then, you know, there's the problem of having to fix it up, too. Because right. yeah. sometimes you definitely have to figure out ways to get that done. Yeah, well, you just got to... One thing I would say about that is, and probably the most easiest way, is to, like, go to, like, a Home Depot or, like, a Lowe's. I mean, contractors are in and out there all day long. Right. You know what I mean? And it's, it's easy to go in there and just build a relationship because they're always looking for work. Right. You know, and just make sure you check out one of their jobs and make sure that, you know, they, they're, doing good work. they're doing good work. And That's right, because when I go to Home Depot, when I bought my house, there's always people outside like you need help with anything <laughs> well we appreciate you for joining us tell them on um, this sure. Sunday where yeah. they could, if they want to stop by and check you out where could they get all the information from yeah you can go to uh, realestatemoneyclub.com forward slash NY class and um, when you go there we actually uh, Envy and I we recorded like a pre-training a few months ago and it's a really good there's a lot of good information on there so even if you can't make it uh, to our class, or you know, on Sunday, uh, March 25th at St. John's in Queens. Uh, make sure you go to the website and, ch- and check out the free pre-training. There's a lot of good information there, a lot of good jewels. Envy dropped a lot of jewels in there. I did it. so uh, myself as well. And, um, and and yeah, and I think that you'll really enjoy it, and it'll help you go make some money. All right. Well, there you have it. It's Mark Witten. How to build wealth with real estate, and I appreciate you for joining, brother. All right, appreciate y'all. It's the Breakfast Club. Good morning.